This chapter 20, 10 commandments for the covenant community. Then God gave the people all these instructions. I am the Lord your God, who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other God but me. You must not make for yourself an idol of any kind or an image of anything in the heavens or on the earth or in the sea. You must not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God who will not tolerate your affection for any other gods. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations of those who reject me. But I lavish unfailing love for a thousand generations on those who love me and obey my commands. You must not misuse the name of the Lord your God. The Lord will not let you go unpunished if you misuse his name. Remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. On that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock, and any foreigners living among you. For in six days the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea, and everything in them. But on the seventh day, he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. Honor your father and mother, then you will live alone, life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You must not murder. You must not commit adultery. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely against your neighbor. You must not covet your neighbor's house. You must not covet your neighbor's wife, male or female servant, ox or donkey, or anything else that belongs to your neighbor. When the people heard the thunder and the loud blast of the ram's horn, and when they saw the flashes of lightning and the smoke billowing from the mountain, they stood at a distance, trembling with fear. And they said to Moses, You speak to us, and we will listen, but don't let God speak directly to us, or we will die. Don't be afraid, Moses answered them, for God is coming this way to test you, and so that your fear of him will keep you from sinning. As the people stood in the distance, Moses approached the dark cloud where God was. Okay, that was Exodus um, chapters 18 through 20, right before they talk about um, the law of the altar. So, um, what stood out? We'll start with 18. What stood out in 18? In 1811, I stopped at... 21, but it may be different in the Tanakh. I stopped and so the people stood afar off, but Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. That's where we stopped. Okay. Alright, go ahead. In 1811, when uh, Jethro says, God, uh, that God, the mm -hmm. God that is serving you and has looked after you and brought you out and done all these miracles greater than any other God. And he said he would show himself mm -hmm. so that they would know mm -hmm. who he truly was. Mm 
And Yah showed himself infinitely superior to all other gods. And that was in the notes of the study Bible, but okay. infinitely superior. Mm. That just, hey, forever. Anything else in 18 stand out? Uh, <clears throat> I think kind of keeping, you know, things and what we talked about during the uh, Sukkot about um, the the fallen or the, the, the other entities, the other angels and their uh, rule or whatever authority that they have and that, um, you know, when, when General is talking, uh, he lets it be known, he lets it be known that there are um, that there are other Elohim, you know, I think we, we talked about that during the feast about, you know, just the way they define, the way they would understand Elohim is just those over there mm -hmm. on the spiritual side that are not human and that, um, that Yah is the supreme Elohim. No other Elohim mm -hmm. has done this. Okay. No other Elohim has, you know, manipulated the elements and, you know, went to war. You know, nations go to war. Now, I was talking to somebody yesterday, nations go to war. And if my nation beats your nation or your nation beat mine, then, you know, our God gets the credit. But, like, it's our military that's fighting. Like, our armies are fighting. Our best soldiers are fighting. But this is the first time that the Elohim interfered with man. And he literally went to war. And uh, that's why it's very prevalent that he said earlier that I will go to war against Egypt and their gods. Mm -hmm. And that, um, so it just kind of re just re reiterates the way that, that the Hebrews thought about the the Elohim, and that the Most High Elohim is Yah, and that He is the, the God of Israel, is the supreme Elohim of all the other little Elohims. Um, for me, it was in chapter ten, in eight and ten. He said, and Jethro said, "Blessed be the Lord who has delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians." And delivered was um, Hebrew people. What's that? I'll make it bigger for you. There you go. Uh oh. Mm -hmm. No, not Zal. Not Zal. Yes. Not Zal. And it means, I was looking that up, to snatch away, deliver, rescue, save, strip, or plunder. Um, so he literally snatched them away from the Egyptians. That's the, the, the visual, or that's how it was compared to somebody that wasn't even there. That's what Jethro said, um, that he was snatched them out of the hand of the Egyptians. So his deliverance in me will cause others to see and know. Um, and so y'all pointed out that Jethro was able to see that Yah was the most high because of what he did. And, and how Yah works in us through Yeshua um, allows other people to see and know um, what he has done. Um, I had a note that Yah can snatch us away from the bondage of sin, but we must be willing to go. You know, there, there must be a willingness on your part to leave. Um, Dr. Jennings, and uh, could it be this simple? He talks about how the law is an MRI, 
and when you get an MRI, you're scanning to see the imperfections or where you may have something in your body that shouldn't be. So we talked about this in Bible study. When you stand up against the law, it's going to show you um, what needs to be healed, what areas need to be worked on. Um, and, and, and so you see that. I said what the MRI scans revealed and what the great physician has healed. So yes, when we were early in the faith, we went and got our MRI compared to the law and there was a lot of stuff. You know, but it would be the idea now is that if you went for a scan, there's still going to be stuff because we're still sick. But there should be less stuff from the first MRI you got from when you came to them. Then you still, you working with the physician is a continual, consistent process. Take off your please. Thank you. Um, anything else that y'all saw in there? Yes, Jeremiah. Um. Up, I thought that Jeffro was trying to, um, you know, he was trying to giving um, Moses some wisdom. I thought he was trying to um, do, keep Moses from doing his job. I mean, he was in charge. He was second in a command under uh, under God, so he could he could have um, done the God in the. Major and minor things from the people. Oh, okay, that's a good point. See, he was thinking that Jethro was kind of getting in the way. Okay, we're going to look at that. Um, what I have noted in 20 and 21 is that true leadership is a shared responsibility. So the goal when, and I'm seeing this in, in my job, as a leader, your goal is to help produce other leaders like your leadership should trickle down so no you know if he's the if moses is the only one doing everything all the time if something happens to moses the people are like out of sorts they don't know what to do but if he's teaching people who have skills and he's training them up and he's doing different things then they should be able to lead as well that no one person can do if you look at Jesus, he trained up people to go out. That's that's if we're looking at how he taught, he wasn't like, okay, I'm gonna do this, you guys follow me, listen to me, don't do no. Think about this, let's process this. Now you go and do as you see me do. And that's what that, yeah, and so that was the advice that he was giving. So yes, ma'am, your hand was up and then it's good. Oh, but not on I'm going back a little bit. Okay. I think what I I got out of that was when Jeffro was talking about how great and powerful Egypt was, mm -hmm. that for the father to snatch them away, to deliver them from them, said that he was the power above all powers. That said that then, and should be saying it to now, mm -hmm. to us now, that we can believe for the impossible. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. like, believe, there's no point of believing for anything less. Mm. Just believe wow. for the impossible. Mm. Amen. Amen. There's no point in believing in anything less. Yeah. You do it yourself, what, you know. Yes. <laughs> so. Amen. Miss Pam? Uh, in 20, you know, you just talked about the leadership, but what was the standard? Mm. Yes. The Torah was the standard. Yes. 
Why are we not judging between one another or it's all done away with? Or why are we not continuing to do that today? Mm -hmm. Judge everything. That's the standard. The Torah is the standard. And that's what we have to judge between one another with. Yes. That's the standard mm -hmm. for the leadership. Making a note. Anything else in 18? Yes, Joshua. Um, why did, um, what's his name? Jeffro. Uh, thank you, Jeffro. Um, did he already, I mean, because you said um, that the young man said the guy's the most high. Why'd you say that? Say it again. Why did he say? Um, that, um, I know God, God was the most high, high, but why do you say that if he already knew? Why do you say it if he already knew? Um, I think if you look at Noah in that Hebraic context, it's like he had a greater understanding of who he was. Like, now I know. Now I know. I've seen what he's done. Now I know that there is none like him. Because he's in a place where people are, not everybody is worshiping Yah that people are doing so you, he's running across other people who are worshiping other things and maybe at one time he did too but now it's like oh i saw what he did nobody else could do that um that that's powerful uh, and i'm not going to jump the gun on the book but i'm reading um the way of the shepherd by lehman and pentock and uh, one of the things when he was talking about leadership, true leadership is a shared responsibility. And it said to know the shape of your sheep. Um, and it was the strengths, the heart, the attitude, the personality, and the experiences. So, also, also what happened in, a lot, in the first, in second Kings, right, when Elijah and the, and the widow, when she, when Elijah rose here, here, some of the dead, she's like, now I know that mm -hmm. that the God mm -hmm. that the God that God will mm -hmm. leave my Jacob. Mm -hmm. okay. Of course they would try to know that because they were in where Ahab was king. Okay. Amen. So that's very very good point, Lee. Uh, and we were talking about that last week where people need a sign. They need a something. Yeah. You know. Let me know. You know. That's what the miracles sign. are for. Yeah. The miracles are for the unbelievers yes. to believe. So yeah. Yes. Because they were in Ahab's reign, which he was the worshiping idol, which is a bad god. Okay. He's terrible. And he's not even real. Yes, he is. All right. Did you have something else? Go ahead. Well, what Josh had said, you know, that, you know, that they were a lot more, in that time, a lot more, I don't want to say religious, but just whatever that would be used in that time, you know, they... They believe, you know, whatever, you know, Jethro is a Midianite. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, you can look at Jethro in two ways. You know, one of them is that um, Abraham, when he uh, married Keturah, he had a child, and the child's name was Midian. Mm -hmm. So is it possible that, because mm -hmm. Abraham taught all of his children, right? That's one reason why he got blessed by Yah, picked mm -hmm. by Yah. So could that concept have trinkled all the way down to Jethro? And maybe he might have been like one of the only few that kind of heeded to the things taught by Abraham. That's very possible because you won't really find anywhere else where Midian is being 
um, doing anything that is Hebraic as far as, you know, monotheistic, one God, so on and so forth. You know, but then also Jethro's probably around a lot of other concepts and ideologies and ideas like other nations about God. And as we talked about during the feast, that in Deuteronomy 32, um, that every area has had a portion of land allotted to it to a particular principality or an angel or whatever, you know, and that um, uh, and, and Jacob and Israel was, was Yah's portion, you know. Um, so obviously Jethro is not in Canaan. He's in Midian, you know, so he's going to have his own questions, his own kind of whatever, you know, so when he, he's like, man, like, not only did I hear about this, but my son-in-law, mm. you know, so it just happened to happen to be him. Well, how did he, you know, how did this happen? You know, was well, this man come out of nowhere and just, you know, so, so it, it's, 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 uh, that was a good question. Uh, mm -hmm. um, Josh, that was a good, very, very good question. What did the Midianites who attack the Egypt and the Hebrews? Amalekites, you mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought that was the Midianites. When was the Midianites attacking Judges. Judges. Oh. Okay. 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 Um, chapter 9, do you, you oh. have something? I was just um, thinking as far as, like, for one, of course, the Most High is imminent mercy upon his life. He will send other people to us as far, you know what I'm saying, as far as his uh, learning his wisdom and, and within, you know what I'm saying, him meeting, um, meeting up with uh, uh, Jephro, um, he needed the knowledge of how to, you know what I'm saying, be able to judge properly. Mm -hmm. Like, he's, um, you see in the court system, you have, you have the judge, you have, uh, you have the judge, you have the lawyers, you have the, uh, uh, you have the uh, the witnesses, the jury, and everything else. You know what I'm saying? And he's and it's like he's uh, Jeffro is there, like telling them the same way. You need to uh, 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 teach those. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, abhorred evil. You know what I'm saying? Teach them these things so that they be able to to judge up under you mm -hmm. and you and, and it I just find it fascinating that that's mm -hmm. just me mm -hmm. you know our, this system that we live under here is really a perversion that's of that, uh, that. you know they uh, Mess it over and mess it around and use it, you know, people use it for, and, and but uh, the laws of the Most High are laws because they do not change. What goes Hallelujah. up comes down. Mm -hmm. You Man's law is I'll alter it as I please. Mm -hmm. Whoever's in there will say, well, now that's not the law, this is the mm -hmm. law. 
But that's, that don't work with the father. <laughs> it's daddy. But it's if we can see, it's based off of, mm -hmm. that's how we got all these different senators and, and, and uh, judges and, and different ones that you say, like in the courthouse mm -hmm. and, uh, and different ones. And, and I worked as with, uh, with judges and, and attorneys and DAs uh, as a social worker. And they, by the time the people got in to where we were, we had made a decision of what was going to happen. So it's different. It's it's some wickedness, a lot of wickedness mm -hmm. in us now. But that's that's what it was set up on a, a biblical principle. Amen. All right, chapter nineteen. I think the third day was very um, standing out, you know, because you have to separate that time out. Yeshua came up on the third day. The third day is very important. There's several different places in the world where there's a separation for third day, you know, to prepare for him, to prepare for his presence, to prepare for his arrival, to prepare for seeing him, his presence, all that. Third day stands out a lot. Mm -hmm. And that was in uh, verse 11 of 19. Okay. Anything else from 19? Come up, don't come up. You know, mm -hmm. and they yeah. chose not to come up. Yeah. You can't come up, now you can, but no, you better not. Mm -hmm. And their hearts were yeah. not just they diverted. Weren't. They weren't because they didn't get to go past the fear. Mm -hmm. There is a reverential fear that is supposed to be mm -hmm. admonished to him. Mm -hmm. He's supposed to have that reverential fear mm -hmm. and you tremble at his word and you know that he is the Elohim of Elohim. He is superior. He is infinitely superior. He is all of that. Yeah. But because you came to see me, shoot you. Hey man, how you doing? Come on, let's go y'all. Yeah. Let's not hold back. Let's not, what does it say? Let's not be the people that draw back. Mm -hmm. And people trembled. I mean, you know, because he had to put life back in people when they were falling out in his presence. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So we can say that not being there. Mm -hmm. We can say that. Mm -hmm. But we still have to have the hearts within us to be able to commune with him enough to say, okay, he said, come up. Yeah. We're coming up. Yeah. You know, or... Going to the land. Oh, no, we ain't going. Oh, yeah, but we're going now. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Because that's caused all their trouble throughout all the mm -hmm. wilderness and till now. Yeah. Because they didn't do it when he said to. Yeah. Amen. You got anything for 19? Okay. Um, for 19, we're going to look at the Hebrew of the start of being his. Um... We'll start in verse 3 of 19. It says, And Moses went up to God, and the Lord called to him from the mountain, saying, Thus you shall say to the house of Jacob, and tell the children of Israel, You have seen what I did to the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice, um, Shema Kol, um, and keep my covenant, so, obey my voice, and then shamar barit, and we're gonna we're gonna look at that, okay? Um, obey is shema, um, and it's 
we say to hear, um, but it is a careful hearing of someone or something as well as responding appropriately and obedience or action. So Shema, a careful hearing of someone or something as well as responding appropriately in obedience or action. So it's not just how you hear, but what you do after you hear, okay? Um, so it said, Shema to my voice. Voice um, is coal and it's voice, sound, or noise. And when I looked it up in the lexicon, um, it is the call of the shepherd to the sheep who knew him by sound when it came time to move, he would call them and they would quickly gather to him. Okay, so he's saying, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if, this is a conditional statement, if you will indeed obey my voice, obey, again, a careful hearing of someone or something as well as responding appropriately in obedience or action. The voice or the sound or the noise is the call of the shepherd to the sheep who knew him by his sound. Think of um, Adam. And Yahweh, I heard your voice. Gary. I heard you because he was walking, so he knew the sound. He knew what he sounded like. So, but this hearing the obeying the voice is how we respond when we hear it. Do we shrink back in fear, or are we coming to him? Um, and it came time to move. He would call them, and they would quickly gather to him. So Adam went and hid, but he wants to obey his voice. He wants us to hear it and respond to it. Uh, and in obedience and it said and keep my covenant shamar keep um, a close watching for guarding and protecting shamar is a co close watching for guarding or protecting and then the covenant I thought this was interesting it says covenant is an alliance or a pledge um, it comes from the idea of cutting since it was custom in making a solemn covenant to pass between the divided part of whatever was sacrificed, of the victims is what they said. Um, I immediately thought of Bible study. I think Jeremy went to Hebrews 10 and 20. Uh, talked about the veil being his flesh being torn. Mm -hmm. So now you can, pat, you can pass through. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the sign of the covenant. Covenant said it was instituted through a sacrifice of a choice fatted animal cut into two parts. Um, and the parties passed through. That was the process of the covenant. So when you think of, I think it was Abraham, and then he had the, the yeah, and then it was like the smoke came up and all that. So the covenant, like you have to pass through something. So Yeshua is the Lamb of God. That was what was offered. That's what God offered. Um, and so you see this aspect of passing through. So when you see Mark 14 or Hebrews 26, when he says, this is the blood of the covenant, or this is my body broken for you, literally, you have to pass through him. That mikvah, you know, that yes, yeah, I, in 1 Corinthians, and when it talks about that they pass through, they were baptized when they passed through the water, mm -hmm. that the spiritual walk that they had was Christ. Like it, it says that in 1 Corinthians. Um, 
Okay, and this book, I cannot just put it down. There it is. Before we get to 20, like he's saying, he's saying all of these things. Obey my voice, keep my covenant. Um, this aspect of passing through. And then in Exodus, we're called to hear the call, to hear the call. So I just made a note. I, and he's saying, I know what you saw in Egypt. I know what you heard in Egypt, but I'm doing something different and I'm calling you higher. You know, okay. So in chapter three of the way of the shepherd, um, it talks about uh, helping your sheep identify with you. Um, and on page 41, it said, It began to dawn on me that the effectiveness of my little flock, as well as the fulfillment of each person in it, depended on what kind of shepherd leader I would be. So when you think about Yeshua, when you think about Yah and him being a shepherd and his type of leadership, okay? Um, 43, um, if you're a good shepherd and care about your sheep, you will put a tag on her. And he, it was the aspect of the story was that he had to mark each sheep to know who they identified with. So he's saying if you're a good shepherd and care about your sheep, you will put a tag on her. Um, on page 44, when you're in a position of leadership, there are going to come times when you have to inflict pain on the people you oversee. There'll be reprimands, poor performance, reviews, and times when you have to let people go. You won't want to do those things either, but you will if you're a good shepherd. Um, page 45, great leaders instill a sense of meaning and belonging in their followers by putting their personal imprint of who they are and what they stand for on their people. Um, 46. Uh, a good shepherd doesn't do the thinking for the people. Okay. 49. The mark of a great leader is trust. And so you keep hearing how he's in loving kindness. He's faithful. He's merciful. Um, people long to follow a leader who is a person of integrity, authentic, authenticity, and compassion. Great leaders leave their mark by constantly communicating their values and sense of mission. So they're always calling us back to the mission and back to the purpose for being. Um, and then this is why he came down. It says you can't make your mark on the people you lead unless you get up close and personal. Man, okay. <laughs> you can impress from afar, but to influence, to really leave your mark, you're going to have to do it personally. For great leaders, leadership isn't just professional, it's personal. And so, like, no, like he... He was all amongst yeah, everybody. He was like, he's like, okay, let's get hanging out with the sick. Yes. hanging out with those that were sick. so... You know, trust is a mark, and he's not only did he snatch them from Egypt, but now he's like, let's get personal, so you'll know my my values, my mission state. Like you gonna have all of this, you know. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but but that's why he had to make it personal, you know. But there was fear there because perfect love drives out all fear, and they weren't to that place yet. 
you know, so they weren't, they weren't there. And so he had to show them, like, yes, you've been under this bondage, and you've had this type of leader, but let me show you something different. I know what you saw, I know what you heard, but I'm going to show you something different. Did you guys have any, anything else that stood out? Um, I do. Okay. It's about, um, Okay, if it comes back, let me know. Jeremy, did you have anything? Okay. Uh, chapter 20. Set apart for his purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, that was in the note of 2011. It's called out to be set apart for his purpose. It's his purpose. It's his whole deal. It's, um, and it's uh, going into the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that last week about, he said, I've given it to you. Yeah, and any, like given, when you look up love, it's giving or gift. So him giving the Sabbath is a, is a gift. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a gift. And it's a, uh, a display of his love. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, anything else in 20? Exodus 20, 20, his presence keeps us from sinning. Mm. He's, yeah, do not fear. Don't be afraid. Just, like I, it, yeah. yeah, I'm giving you this so that you won't keep sinning. He's mm. testing you in that. So if we remain in his presence and desire to be in his presence, that's going to keep us from sinning because we, it can't be in the same place. Mm. You know, it's going to mm -hmm. be ever mindful of him of, I don't want to disappoint him. I don't want to go against what he said. I want to, as you were talking about the Shema, what were you just saying earlier with the Shema of uh, careful hearing and responding appropriately? Mm -hmm. We want to appropriately respond to him. So that runs sin away. Mm -hmm. That's not the old person we were. There's something new mm -hmm. that he has created in us, but you just brought out. Mm -hmm. I'm showing you something new. This is what you used to do. But see, because they didn't go up, because they didn't want to go up, because they still wanted leeks and melons and the meat and the pots of Egypt. They were still, their hearts were still in Egypt mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways. They were not healed and came out to the full obedience of the Shema. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I think, you know, when we talk about reverence, the reverence in him, uh, and, and we, and it, it, I, we have to, I think, stay conscious that he is present all the time, mm -hmm. that he knows our thoughts even from afar, mm -hmm. and he's a consuming fire. Mm. So if fire is fine, if you use fire yes. correctly, but if he's a, a, knowing that he's a consuming fire, we need to have that kind of fear of messing with that fire mm -hmm. in the wrong way. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. Did you have anything? Um, no, not yet. Okay. Uh, that's, we're going to jump over to Matthew 19. Matthew 19. They have, I think they have it on. It's okay. I'm just going to do it here because it's not the whole chapter, but thank you. Okay. Matthew 19, starting at verse 16. All right, it says, Now, behold, one came and said to him, Good teacher, 
What good things shall I do that I may have eternal life? So he said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said to him, Which ones? Yeshua said, You shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, honor your father and mother, and, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Uh, the young man said to him, All these things I have kept from my youth, what do I still lack? Yeshua said to him, If you want to be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. But when the young man had heard the saying, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. And I'm just going to stop there. Um, I think the question is, do you want to be perfect? Um, because he told them, you, you have a choice. Okay, You got two choices. If you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Keep the commandments. Okay? If you want to be perfect, and if I look that up, it may be Tom Yim, which I think we have that um, somewhere. We have it somewhere. But if you want to be perfect, um, Go sell what you have and give to the poor, and uh, you will have treasure in heaven and come and follow me. The call is never to go our own way. That, that's, never, that's not the choice. He said, what must I do that I may have eternal life? Option one is keep the commandments. Which ones? He just told you. Don't murder. Don't steal. Don't commit adultery. Don't bear false witness. Honor your mother and father. Love your neighbors yourself. Then he said, what do I lack if I'm already doing this stuff? If you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. Um, and, and some would say, well, see, you don't have to do that anymore if you're following Yeshua. But Yeshua is automatically walking in obedience because him and the Father are one. So he's not going to lower his standard. You know, it's actually to follow Yeshua... There's a call higher than just keeping the commandments. Right. You know, like there's, it's a higher call than just, hey, I keep Torah. Okay, mm -hmm. got it, got it, got it. But to follow him is more than just keeping Torah. Yes. You know, yes. and and I think people who are waking up culturally, we do all these things, we wear disease, we got this, we got that, but we're still not addressing the issues of the heart. Uh, we're still not completely saying um, here's his the MRI check me out where am I messed Search up yes um, and you know I can say MRI the passions the ideas like those things he changes over time but you got to keep going back what do I lack? He, I mean, he was bold enough to ask what he was missing. <laughs> but once he showed him, he wasn't willing to give all that up. And I don't, yes, go ahead. So would you call that a like example? Would that be his, be his second MRI? Yeah. He went back and got another scan and said, what do I, I lack? So I'm doing this, but what do I lack? Because we can keep the Shabbat. Anytime, and, anytime and, not, and not love our neighbor as he said. So yeah, your Shabbat keeping is excellent, but Good. this area over here is lacking, um, you know? 
Yes. Also, it said after he said like, look, and rich man Canyon is like is very is really impossible, like a camel going into a needle. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. It means that it's very hard to get in the kingdom of heaven if you have so many riches already. So uh, that was like his second MRI. Mm -hmm. um, I like that example uh, because he knew exactly where to hit him. Mm -hmm. He knew exactly where to hit him. Yeah. He says, "All these I've done for my youth, what else do I lack?" So mm -hmm. everything you got, give it all to the poor. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as we know, he just left the merchant. Just, mm -hmm. just got back from the bank, mm -hmm. depositing some money. As far as we know, what else do I like? Yeah. Give everything up you got. Give it all to the poor. Anything you put before me. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. it right there. And then not just Whatever. yeah, give it all up, but now come and follow me. Mm -hmm. You know, do because, what I do. Yeah. You know, it's not wrong for you to have this money. Yeah. But it's wrong for you to love this money more than you do the things that I do, the way that I walk, the way yeah. that I do. Because you're not giving it to the poor. You're not looking after folks. You're not doing the things you do. You're just having it because like the man in the storehouse, you know, okay, you fool, you finna die tonight. Watch this. You ain't got nothing. Because without him, there is nothing. But with him, there's all things. And when you have the, the financial backing, and you do the things that y'all with it, he's just gonna increase it and bless it and multiply it more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and so. when he says, you should, if you don't hate your mother, your father, your children, your spouse, or whatever have you, he's saying they can't be before me. That mm. not because I did it because my husband, I did it because my wife, I did it because my children, or whatever have you. Mm -hmm. that, that's not acceptable. <laughs> It's not like we have to, and that hate, that's a different, it's not like uh, despise, but it is that you, we cannot have those things in place of him, over him. Right, exactly. You answer yeah. yeah, the, um, you know, if that will be perfect, you know, and, if, and I don't have my stuff, but if, if that means Tom Yin, you know, if if you want to be complete, mm -hmm. you know, because doing the, doing the keeping the the commandments or your Torah observance is only a part of it. Mm -hmm. It just gets you going in the right direction. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, that'll mean it get it got you to the finish line. Mm -hmm. It got you going to the right direction, and the direction is entering into life. Um, but he said, you know, if that will be part, if you want to be complete, then go sell what you have, give it to the poor, and come and follow me. Mm -hmm. So your treasure you'll receive later. Yeah. You know, but come and follow me and not everybody um, not every not everybody is can be a leader. Like it's almost like mm -hmm. a lot of people want to take the shortcut. They want to take the you know 24 hour certificate and now they're a, a, a YouTube scholar or a Facebook leader or something like that and in order to in order to do that in order to you know to, to have become an apostle you had to be a disciple first mm -hmm. right in order before you can mm -hmm. start doing all the stuff that Peter and Paul you know we get to looking at them but they all had to even Paul I mean he at some point I mean, he had to work up the ranks he had to work hard you know Peter was with 
you know, the son of Elohim in the flesh, and he had to work hard. He had to do a lot of a lot of a lot of schooling, and not everybody wants to do that. You know, um, everybody wants uh, you know, everybody wants to be the main the main lead, but don't want to do the work that leads up that leads up to it. You know, and and um, so he was like, hey, so if 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 you if you really want to know where you lacking that, sell everything you got and come with me. And then you'll be come, you'll be a finished product then, um, and you know, for a lot of people that's you know like I I'll I'll, I'll pass on that yeah you know I don't want to do that. Um, and we were talking about okay we were talking about the MRI I'm just going to show you where got it from and could it be this simple a biblical model for healing the mind on page 101 this is says uh, the written law is like an MRI of the soul it reveals the defects um, that is how his law works it reveals the defects in our mind when we recognize those defects we go to the heavenly physician for healing yeah. and he talks about sin being like cancer well, we know that cancer it destroys the tissues and organs that sustain life. Unless someone intercedes, cancer will kill. God steps in to stop the natural progression or consequence of sin in, in our lives. He works to heal us. Um, if sin spreads through a person, it damages and eventually destroys the mental faculties that recognize and respond to truth. Sin is a state of mind characterized by selfishness, and the practicing of methods in opposition to the principles upon which God has based life and health. And um, Sister was talking about the law and that it's not like man's law. Like his law is, is from a designer aspect. Mm -hmm. And um, he always says if you view it as a dictator, then you can say, no, I can change it. That's mm -hmm. not a good law. Right. But if you view it as a law from the designer, mm -hmm. then it can't be altered or changed because life is bound up within it. That's right. Like you can't you can't change it. Um, it's not separated either. Yeah, no, you can't. No. Uh, it says true obedience must involve understanding and agreement. Mm -hmm. So they said we will do everything you say, but they didn't have an understanding. Um, so true obedience must involve understanding and agreement. The highest level of obedience has its origin in an understanding friendship. Um, and it was one more thing. It said his law is the universal principles that govern life. Until we grow up to understand and incorporate his law into our hearts and minds, we need rules. So if you think about the children of Israel coming out of Egypt, what they saw and what they heard, he's starting with the basics. Don't take stuff that doesn't mm -hmm. belong to you. Mm -hmm. Don't kill anybody. Yeah. Love your mom and dad. You're like, no, he's starting with like basic things. So just think of how crunk and turned up we would be if we got to tell us this stuff. You know, if I'm still having to tell, brush your teeth in the morning and the night. When you wash, did you use soap? Like eventually they're supposed to grow up yeah. and do out it on the milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're supposed to come out of milk. But he started them on milk. He yeah. said that they knew they were all the different places when they came out. Mm -hmm. So here's the milk part. Yeah. Serve me, worship me, love me. Let's get the Sabbath. 
be good to people, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's basic. So when people say, hey, I'm, I, I'm keeping them commands, I'm keeping them lows, okay. <laughs> but there's more to it. There's a higher level of understanding. That's when you read the New Testament, they talk about advancing in Christ. When you get your faith, add to this, and mm-hmm. add to this, yeah. and build on this, and yeah. keep, keep growing. They're, um, Toward his character. Yeah, you keep growing because it, we serve an, an infinite, mm-hmm. uh, uh, infinite God, so his knowledge is also infinite. Like yeah. Infinitely yeah. superior. Yeah, infinitely superior. Yeah. Um, he takes us past elementary school. Yes, he's trying <laughs> that's to. A, that's yeah. a, a schoolmaster. You have to learn how to read, write, and add and subtract. <laughs> mm. Yes, before you can multiply and divide. Yes. And you um, the order of operations. Yes, and then you can do order of operations in the process. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then there's one more thing that you know, God had designed the rules as tools to help us while we still lack the maturity to understand. Mm-hmm. And so, but then you have a bunch of people that's waking up and you just assume that now you have all the knowledge, but his knowledge is infinite. Like, it's just, you can't really search him out or, un- like, it's beyond understanding. Right. Your brain is not going to be able to completely comprehend all that he's worked that's out right. by his plan. You know, okay, you said rules or tools to trust help understand until what? They have faith. Um, uh, the rules are then design rules are tools to help us be, because we lack maturity to understand. So, yes, sir. Um, <laughs> it'll come back when it comes back. Let me know. Anything else? I'm glad he's doing that at that age. Uh, makes me feel a little better. <laughs> I tell him to write down. Oh, All right, your one takeaway then. One takeaway. Hold on to it. Get your one takeaway. Anything you heard today, bud? You ready, Joe? Mm-hmm. What you got? Um, it's about it's about Jifro. Uh huh. Um, it's one thing that I already knew. I knew um Moses had like three, two sons. Mm-hmm. But I never knew Jifro visit him. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Yes, Jeremiah. Um, uh, you can share the leadership. Okay. If one ma- if one leader is gone, the other can take over. Okay, they can help. Yes. Josh, you have one? Oh, I got one. Okay. If we can come back. Okay. I thought about one, but it's too much in my pants. I found that. Go ahead, Lee. Um, it's easy to follow Messiah and God if you don't want to do it. If you go- but you don't want to do it. It's hard to come back from it. Also, you can give away things to the poor, but if you're super rich and you don't like, and you're like greedy and you don't like to share your money, then that's a problem. Yeah, that is a problem. I agree. Anybody else have one takeaway? In the beginning, you know, there was a serving y'all because of fear. Mm. Um, 
but we should all grow into serving Yah because of love. Mm -hmm. That's good. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Uh, he kind of says uh, what I was kind of saying, what I was thinking a little bit, but uh, mainly to when, when the Father is opening up opening up the door to uh, to come up higher we shouldn't we shouldn't draw back in fear mm. okay. I like what you said about the gift mm. uh, it's like you know uh, when I was traveling um, I I was being pressured to. I don't generally travel long distance on Chicago, but we had finished our our round and whatever have you, and I was getting kind of pushed to to leave a couple of hours before sunset. And then I, what I heard in my spirit is, "You need to rest," because mm -hmm. I was going to be driving. You need to rest, and. So it was like, and so I just leaned back and said, that's it. You know, I don't know what else out there, but you know, I'll be right here. And, uh, but it's the gift that we need in order to be able to do. Mm. If I, you know, is I, it, that was just so profound to me. It was like, okay, I give you Shabbat for you to rest. You need to recover. You need to rejuvenate. And I don't know if the spirit was saying that, and for my physical being, for my mental being, for my spiritual being, mm -hmm. or whatever have you, but I know he said mm -hmm. I need to rest. So that the everything that he gives us to do or not to do is for us. Mm -hmm. It's for us to do well and even and for uh, uh for our children to do well if we teach them that. So it, every every gift that, that comes from him is a good gift. Amen. A good gift. Amen. Uh, the deeper part of Shema that mm -hmm. you brought out with um, <clears throat> careful hearing and responding appropriately in obedience or action. Because mm -hmm. Shema, Shema, listen, listen, hear, hear. But if you don't put that into action into your life, it's useless. Mm -hmm. Anything that he's teaching us, if we don't enable it in our life if we don't put it to use mm -hmm. if we don't use it every day because we can talk about it all day long mm -hmm. oh let's talk about it. let's talk about it. oh you mean you want me to do it have you lost your mind <laughs> <laughs> you mean i got to take off work what you mean i lose my job what you know we have to absolutely do what mm -hmm. he says do mm -hmm. and that is growing in the maturity of mm -hmm. him yeah. toward his character yeah hey you're all in or out yeah. i mean we've said that many a day so yeah. um the standard for leadership that Ms. Bev brought out, just thinking about that, um, and that Jeremy said we do have a lot of people who are leaders, but they're not following the standard. Um, and so I thought about that. And then the aspect of passing through Yeshua. Yeah. Like he, like you, you see now the veil in, in, in being able to go through, but those are the pieces you have to pass through. So, mm -hmm. you know, if he's the way, it's not just walking on the way, but it's through the way. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it's, and that's, phew, okay, you know. <laughs> um, and then sharing that about Shabbat, that, that was, yeah. And, and the, the no mark of a great, yeah, the mark of a great leader. You know, like he, he doesn't change. So we don't have to, if he was like us and we, like my mm. kids do when I say, no, you can't have that. And they come, then they beg and then they beg and then I'd be like, okay, just go ahead and do it. If he did that, 
every time. Mm -hmm. Man. We wouldn't stop digging. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> and he would constantly be having to change. But like, no, his way is straight. His way is perfect and pure. And it, it is a blessing that he is consistent. That's right. You know, that trust we can right. trust. Yeah, we can trust his, we can trust his leadership. And, and um, he's, he's a great leader. And he's trying to teach us how to be leaders, too. So. All right.